You there? Right. Whoa, you sound blown the fuck up, bro. That's what happened. That's what I just said. I was like, oh shit. That's what happened on your side. But now it's am I still it's it sounded like it might be better now. Say something real quick. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, this sounded like you like had the phone right up to your lips. It was like, ah you did a dashy <laughs> yell or some shit just now. Fuck my ear up. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> nice. Probably Skype adjusting or some weird shit. But we live, though, P. Oh, well, hello, motherfuckers. PJ two weeks in a row. What the fuck? <laughs> the hell is going on? Well, shit, PJ. Now that you got everything going on, man, I think you should get the show started off pimping. Ah, theme music. There you go. Let's go. Video hustle. 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 Hustle. Motherfucking hustle. Hustle. Motherfucking hustle. What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. And I'm PJ. And this is the Home Video Hustle Motherfucker. Fucking hustle. There you go. A PJ Pirate Movie episode came out as we record this yesterday. Liz loved it, so she, she was happy with her Patreon ch- uh, choice. <laughs> oh, that's so glad. I'm so happy, Liz. I'm glad we can make your day. She said we yeah. knew, she knew we'd give it both about five or six, so she was like, yeah, that's what I figured. Oh, okay, okay. No surprises right there. Nah. Okay. But also... I asked a bunch of the peoples about the episodes. Like I said, we were recording this on Skype again, the same way we did that episode. And everybody was yes. like, it sounded all right. So fuck oh, it. Okay. Fuck it. Here we go. Yep. Take I like two. I, I remember, um, I think I told you this already, but I asked, because uh, all our patrons are in the group on Twitter, all of them that have Twitter. I was like, yo, this is the, the best way to get PJ back. So it might sound a little bit different than usual. And they were like, yeah, PJ back. Fuck it. So that's all they care about, PJ. <laughs> Here we go. <sighs> I feel so special, guys. I feel so special. And PJ has a surprise for y'all, too, at the end of this episode. He's giving me permission to give y'all yeah. in the next Paulie P track. But you got to wait to the end yes. of the episode. Don't judge me. It is new, okay? It is all <laughs> new. I'm trying new shit. Legit hot off the presses, right? Yes, yes, literally. Just left the studio. So as we're recording this, like, I just listened to it for the first time. And as y'all, as um, well, you'll probably let some people hear before this episode comes, I'm sure. But listeners, you'll get to hear this yeah. shit first. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but that's the end of the show. PJ, the star of the show, we're doing... Oh, shit, this is the last Patreon pick for this month. Is it? Yeah, this is going to be... This is the end of January right here. I think as this comes out, it's like the 30th or the 31st. I can't remember the date. Maybe the 31st. Wow, okay. So and this is Patreon pick number 11, PJ. Wow, we're getting up there. We're getting up there. Yeah, I'm getting close. Almost a half. And this is from the homegirl Brandy Grigg, or Brandy G., she wanted us to watch The Negotiator, PJ. Mm, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, have you seen this before? No, I have not. Me neither, but I, I didn't know if this was a big enough movie to throw the label on, because I don't really hear anybody talk about this movie. No, really? Yeah, I mean, once we get into the numbers, maybe we'll see why. But I don't know. It's kind of weird, but fuck it. 
I mean, it could be unofficially. Like, me and PJ haven't seen it before. We could just go ahead and say that. There we go. Okay. But I don't think it's going to get the stamp, though. Because, I, cause wow. like I said, I, I don't know. Okay. I've never heard anybody be like, you ain't never seen The Negotiator? But this came out in 1998, PJ. 1998. Such a great year. It's a good year. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Two hours and 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Now, PJ, how much do you think this cost to make? Uh, it's Samuel L. So I'm going to have to go with like $10 million. Oh, it's higher than that, PJ. Wow. Oh, $30 million? Oh, it's higher than that, PJ. Wow. $75 million. It's lower than that, PJ. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go with smooth 50. 50 million, PJ. Okay. Okay. And now this is going to lead into why I think nobody really, I don't know, just how much you think it made? I'll just say that. Uh, well, fuck. No, knowing what I know, I would have, shit, if it was 50, 25. It made more than 25. Okay. Let's say 50. It made more than a little bit more than 50. A little bit more. 53. It's out of the 50s. Oh, shit. 60. All right. 65. All right. 75. Lower. Ah, 70 million. 71.8 million dollars. Okay, okay. So it made its money back. Yeah, but it made its money back, but not much more. But what you think it got on IMDb out of 10? I'm a, it's, a, it's something point three, so I'm going to round it down to the closest number. Uh, let's go seven. 7.3 out of 10. Okay, okay. First try. All right, PJ. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics gave it out of 100%? Critics? Yep. <sighs> Don't see any. Uh, let's go seven again. Seven? Yeah. Like seven. Like 70. Like 70%. Oh, okay. I thought you said 7%. I was like, damn, it ain't that low. <laughs> no, 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 no. 70%. <laughs> Slightly higher than 70. Come on, PJ. Don't do it. Oh. Don't do it. 71. 75. God damn it. <laughs> and it's also certified fresh, PJ. Okay, okay. And the consensus from the critics says the negotiator's battle of wits doesn't wholly justify its excessive length, but confident direction from F. Gary Gray and formidable performances make this a situation audiences won't mind being held hostage to. <laughs> F. Gary Gray, I know that name. Oh, we'll talk about it, but first, what you think this got from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes? Audience, it had to get an 80. Very. Very slightly lower than 80. 79. I'm about to say, don't you fucking dare say 78, <laughs> PJ. <laughs> 79%. So generally well-liked by critics and audiences, but not a lot of people want to go see it. Well, I mean, enough to make its money back, but not enough to be a blockbuster hit. But it is directed by F. Gary Gray. PJ, you've seen a bunch of his movies. At least three for sure. What the hell? Why do I know his name? Well, his first movie that he did was Friday. Oh, shit. His next movie after Friday, I'm pretty sure, was Set It Off. Oh, shit. And then the most recent one that he did, oh, well, I take that back. Almost recent. I forgot the last. Well, his most recent movie is uh, Men in Black International, but that shit bombed at the theater. Men in Black International? Exactly. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? I have no idea. That's all I need to say. Oh, and there was one actually one after before that too. My bad. He also did the last uh, Fast and Furious movie too. Mm, but the, okay. the movie I was talking about was he all he did straight out of Compton. You don't save. 
Yep. But uh, you know what? Because he was a music video dude, I'm going to just go down the whole joint because you used a bunch of songs that we know that he did videos for. All right, you ready? Okay. Very first thing he ever did, PJ. Mm-hmm. 1993, Ice Cube, It Was a Good Day music video. Oh, shit. Okay. This is Cyp- my man already. Oh, yes. In Cypress Hill, When the Ship Goes Down, Cypress oh. Hill Ain't Going Out Like That, Queen Latifah, Black Hand Side music video, okay. Coolio, Fantastic Voyage video, wow. TLC, Waterfalls video, Oh shit. <laughs> TLC, Digging On You video, the murder was the case. Snoop Dogg like, straight hood movie. He did that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he did Friday. That was the first like movie. Then he did the Keep Their Heads Ringing video for that movie. Ah. Then he did Set It Off. Uh, Babyface How Come How Long video. Wow. This guy is a staple in the African American community right well, he now. He's black, so. Ha. Of then course. After that, he did The Negotiator. Okay. Then he did Will Smith La Fiesta video. Okay. Oh, Outcast Miss Jackson video. Ooh, good one. Uh, Cypress Hill Still Smoking video. Okay. The Italian Job remake. Ah, I've seen that. Me too. Uh, A Man Apart, a Vin Diesel movie. Have not seen that. And he did Be Cool, the sequel to Get Shorty. Be Cool. Yeah, one of the earlier movies with The Rock in it that I remember. Oh, shit. Okay. And he did a movie called Law Abiding Citizen that the cats are what were they thinking, love. Then Straight Outta Compton, then The Fed of the Furious, then Men in Black International. And then it's not listed as like when it's going to happen or if it's really happening, but then it says Saints Row. So I guess I don't know if he's doing a Saints Row movie based off the video game or not, but I'm here for that. Fucking love Saints Row. Isn't Saints Row the game you used to play? Yes, it is. With the one we used to put in the evil cars, cheat and have us literally be running away from the cars and shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's supposedly attached to make that into a movie, I guess. Well, damn. But yeah, that's the homie F. Gary Gray, PJ. You've actually seen him before because you remember Friday, the part when he's in the corner store and your boy Ezel's like, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. You know, the dude that was like the black dude that was in the store. That wasn't fucking with him? Yeah. Oh, that's him? That was that was him. With the mustache and the ball cap? Yeah, with the, I would say with the black cap on, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. That's him. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> so yeah, PJ, we're very familiar with the homie. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's we a, are. And this is his third movie, PJ. It's crazy. Wow. Okay. He's a director. This is starring Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson. Yeah. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. David Morse, Ron Rifkin, John Spencer, J.T. Walsh, Paul Giamatti, and a bunch of other people. Those are the main ones that were listed, though. <laughs> okay, okay. You asked me on the phone when we talked about this movie. He was like, Kevin Spacey, ain't that dude that was in that bullshit or something like that? Mm-hmm. He's one of the Me Too cats that got a bunch of shit that came out about him. Mm, mm, mm. SMH. So unfortunate. It's crazy because I think he recently, I think he kind of got off on it because the cats that were coming up accusing him of doing that shit, like suddenly died. And it's weird because right. there was like a rumor thing going on Twitter, like, yo, he's like, Murking all these cats so nobody could put up a case against him or something. I mean, allegedly, I don't know if that's true, but that's what people were saying. Because it's just like, I think it was like two people just randomly both died. So I don't so know. They... That shit weird. Okay. But Damn. Before, like, Kevin... before all that came out, though, Kevin Spacey was that dude. Like, my grandma loved a bunch of his movies that he was in. Yeah. You, you remember Seven? I've seen that. What the fuck? You, you watched it over here before the podcast. Oh, okay. I was say I've seen that. Morgan shit. Freeman and Brad Pitt—they were chasing the serial killer. He was killing everybody with the seven deadly sins and shit. 
Ah, yes, yes, yes. Hey, that's a good fucking movie. It is, and here's a big ass spoiler for that movie if you ain't never seen it before. He's the killer at the end. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no holds drawn. Okay. But it's funny because they they fucked they fucked everybody up because they didn't they didn't put him in none of the posters. His name was nowhere. He just kind of popped up out of nowhere. It's like people were like, oh shit. Like nobody knew he was even in the movie. Well, well, well. He doesn't even pop up to like the last ten minutes. Another big spoiler. Oh, you have you never seen the Usual Suspects, have you? No, I have not. All right, never. I'm not spoiling that one then because that might have to come on the podcast. But he's in that movie too. So good movies, but fucked up, dude. Right. Damn. Damn, Kevin. So who's the people you fuck with that do the most fucked up shit? Right. When we say like, quote unquote, died mysteriously. Allegedly, there you go. Ah, yes, allegedly died mysteriously. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up for you real quick and see what. I don't know because it was. Yeah, it says Kevin Spacey settles sexual assault lawsuit after the accuser's death. Well, well, well. It was brought on by an anonymous massage therapist. Says the plaintiff sued him as John Doe allegedly being alleged being forced to grab uh, his genitals twice during a massage. So he Kevin Spacey made him grab his nuts. It sounded like I be damned. How the fuck does a nigga make you grab his nuts? It says that he died, and after the accuser's attorneys informed Spacey, the actor's attorneys filed a notice of death in court. This began a 90-day clock for the accuser's estate to be submitted to the case. Uh, in November, the accuser's son successfully petitioned the probate court to become special administrator. The probate filing cited the urgency of the Spacey suit. Although court papers now indicate the identity of the accuser, the Hollywood Reporter will respect the deceased accuser's choice to be anonymous. Then came the settlement. Attorneys for Spacey and the special administrator filed a stipulation to dismiss the case with prejudice, meaning the claims can't be refilled. No terms of the deal were made public. Okay, here you go. It says, the latest filing comes amid news that the other Spacey accuser, Norwegian author Ari Bein, Bean, died by suicide, and that the actor released another bizarre Christmas video invoking his morally unscrupulous Frank. That's what it was. He will, um, after, the, after the cat committed suicide, he posted a video of him playing a character from the last TV show he was on, and it was, like, weird. I don't know how to even explain it. You just have to, like, watch it. It's weird. But yeah. Okay. But that's what they are talking about, like, the one cat committed suicide, and then not too long after, this other person fucking died, and then... They got the case thrown out, and then, like they said, they did it in a way to where you can't refile it, so he can never be accused like that double jeopardy shit or whatever the fuck it is. So he's scot free, basically. He's scot free, basically, yeah. Oh, well, well, well. What so time? all allegedly shit, like ain't gonna be coming fucking knocking on my door, biatch. <laughs> yes, yes. But that's that's him, PJ. <laughs> that's what you were talking about. Kevin Spacey. I now know his name. Yeah, all the, see, this is from 1998, so this is before all right, people knew all that shit. It's actually like his heyday. I remember the 90s, he was popping up in mad shit. Was he? Yeah, and he was even in, like, Baby Driver that came out a couple years back, too. So he still was doing shit. Well, as when all the accusations came out, he was actually on a show on Netflix, that House of Cards show. And they ended up booting him and then doing the last season without him and shit. But, yeah, he was still working. Wow. Hollywood's fucked up, man. It's a weird-ass place. You blow up with your rap shit, PJ. You have to be careful out here, man. Oh, I ain't fucking with no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for it. Hell no. Shit, it's about to be 20 minutes in almost, PJ. So you want to get this shit started? Ah, why not? So we both watched it last night, right? Yes. So you want to start it off? Do you remember how it started? Uh, No. 
No really? idea. Okay, I'm surprised. It basically starts off. I didn't really. T- I only made one note for the whole opening scene. All I wrote was that Sam's negotiating skills because the whole, the whole oh. opening scene is him demonstrating like he's that dude, basically. Yeah, he's uh he's talking to this guy who's inside an apartment. It's the janitor to- from Die Hard Two. If y'all know who I'm talking about out there, don't say. Wow. Okay. He's, he's negotiating with him, and he has a shotgun to a little girl. Uh, yes, to her head. And Sam is basically like, "Hey, I have to come in and just check out the premises real quick." And the premises. The what? <laughs> you said the premises. The premises. You said, man, you said premises. Like you mixed oh, that and perimeter together. <laughs> syllable in there. I mean, you just, hey, you checked out the perimeter and the premises. You just put it all in one word. There you go. Shorten that shit. It's like text message speak. Yes. (laughs) But uh, what happened? Like, what? They were in there, and he wound up going in. He wound up being, like, granted access to go in, saying I have to... It was a bunch of fuckery going on, because dude is like, he. I guess dude his wife was cheating on him or something. So he took the girl hostage and was like, yo, I'm not letting her go until you bring that bitch in here. Some shit he was saying. Yeah, and, I want my wife. Yeah, yeah. It. And it looked like he didn't beat up on the little girl too because her eye was all fucked up and shit too. So he probably been hitting on her. Yeah. And Sam is like, I think she... Oh. I was going to say, he, he, had it going, he had him going for a minute because I guess somebody had took notes for him and he said something and then he... The dude got mad because then Samuel Jackson was like, you fucked up my fucking notes. So then he had to try to improvise. They were talking about a dog. And he was like, I hate that fucking dog. And then he yeah. went on. my dog, too. She pissed on the floor and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. We'll see. But then that, once that fucks up, he's trying to. Because there's this, there's some other dudes down there listening in. And they're like, yo, fuck this, man. Let's just send the squad in. And your boy Sam is like, nah, if y'all fuck around and get this kid murdered, I'm going to fuck all y'all up. See, yeah, here is where we first see his like, what is it called? Stick to itness. Hence him being the negotiator. Mm Because they told him like to breach it, right? And then he was like, nah, just give me like a minute. And then as as they were telling them to go in, Sam was able to enter the door. Yeah, he stops them from going in because he goes inside. Yeah. Yeah. How did I remember him getting shot? I just don't remember how. Well, the plan is that Samuel Jackson will go in there and talk him the fuck down to get the gun off the kid, and then he's going to basically negotiate. He's going to smooth talk him into going into another room near a window where his sniper team is waiting, and he talks mm-hmm. dude near the window, and then he starts doing finger motions like one, two, three count, and he gets the three ducks. They bop dude in the shoulder. He falls to the ground, and then Samuel Jackson like puts the gun in his face. like, don't move, and then he got like a look like he want to put a hole in his motherfucking head, and somebody's like, yo, chill, son. A serious face right there. Mm-hmm. Because mm, all yeah. this right there, when he when he was uh, taking a dude to the other room, they got the little girl out too, so everything was cool. Yeah, yeah. He said, "Once I go in, before he went in, he said, like, once I go in, make sure the girl is straight first, and then I'm gonna like give the signal." Yep. And then it just, I think after that, yeah, you go to their house having a party at a bar, and they got that annoying ass Cotton Eye Joe song playing in the background. Yeah. My sister loves that song for some fucking reason. When everything good, they going good. They getting in there drunk. They dancing shit in on the TV. They show Samuel Jackson talking about, yeah, 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 I'm that nigga. Fuck with your boy on there. But then his homie comes and pulls him out to, this, uh, to the car. It was actually that little chief dude from CSI. I know the actor. I don't know his name. He was on CSI for a long time. He, t- he pulls him out. You know what I'm talking about? You ever watch CSI? 
Yeah, only, like only the, person I know from CSI is Horatio. Uh, I think that was the main dude. Now he was like the the cop dude that would come in and like arrest everybody once they did all the crime shit. Like the older like white dude. I don't know. Oh shit, he was on CSI. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I knew I knew him from somewhere. I just didn't know where to. I couldn't peg him. That's it. Yeah, that's the only other. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to laugh at that one. Peg him. Yes, there you go. Like, I, 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 could, I couldn't peg him. Like, oh, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say right now? Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> He's really a fantasy aside. Right. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, he pulls him out into the car, and he tells him uh, that he found some information about $2 million missing from a disability fund, and he thinking that it's some inside shit, like the cops are stealing from the disabled to, you know, empty or fill their pockets up. And he's like, all right, I'm going to tell you more about it, but we got to get the fuck out of here because while they're talking, some one of the cops like bangs on the window. He's like, what y'all doing? They're like, none. What you doing? None, honey. Uh, uh. I just yeah. nothing, honey. What you doing? Nothing, honey. Oh, honey, honey. Like I said, the ain't there. These girls out here, they stand it. I'm sorry. Six Ooh. nine boys came into my head. Okay, I was about to say six <laughs> boys and two live crew. One of the two. Oh, I see. You knew it was one or the other. That's hilarious. See, we too well. You know me too well. <laughs> One of the two. I was just actually talking to somebody about six nine boys. Oh, uh, homegirl KT from the For Your Reference podcast. Oh, PJ, actually, you know, here's a tangent for you, real quick. I want to know. I want to know. Yes. She asked everybody because they were talking. They were talking about all three of the Bad Boys movies, mm-hmm. and um, they were. She was like, "Okay, what's your favorite like soundtrack to any movie?" And I what said, "What is my favorite soundtrack?" Yeah, what is yours? I'll tell you what I said. This will be corny. Oh, but. It is the Space Jam soundtrack. Space Jam, who, who, who I was just singing 69 Voice, so there you go. That's fucking Quad City DJs. They all the same oh, shit. Damn, they had Monica on that shit. They had R. Kelly on that shit. They had. I believe uh, I could fly. That was in Space Jam, wasn't it? That's yeah. it. What? I've never listened to that whole soundtrack before. My mom had it back in the day, but I don't remember. Did they have the 69 Boys? Who was it? Two Live Crew? It was the Quad City DJs that did the the song that Welcome to the Space Jam. It's your jam. Yeah, that's the Quad City. That's basically the same people. Yeah. Quad City okay. DJs are like them. Six Nine Boys, Ninety Five South, and shit. It's all the same group. Oh, amaranth <laughs> niggas. Okay, pretty much. There you go. That type of shit. Okay. But not, yeah, I mean that's not a bad one. What is your favorite soundtrack? Well, that's the thing is because I had to kind of differentiate it because I said if we talking about albums made for a movie. Then nigga, you cannot, you cannot beat the Superfly soundtrack, though. You can't. Ooh, okay, Superfly. I thought you would have said Friday. See, that's the thing. See, if we're talking about, that's the difference because most people they say soundtrack, you know, it's like the compilation of songs that's just thrown together for the movie. Whereas, mm-hmm. like in the seventies with Superfly shit, they made an album for the fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? So if we want right. to count different ways, if you want to count it the old school way like that, Superfly cannot be beat ever. Fuck off. But. <laughs> That's never right. Not even just one of the best sound. That's just one of the best albums, period, of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. if, but if we want to go like compilation style, like Space Jam or something, it would ha- it probably would be it'd be between. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to just pick one because I got so many soundtracks here. I would tell you like the three that I w- I play the most though soundtrack wise would have to be Friday, like you said. Yeah. Minutes to Society soundtrack. Oh, I was gonna. Yeah, you forgot what that one did. And then the fucking Trespass soundtrack. 
Ah, trespass soundtrack. That's, okay, that's, that's the curveball. Don't know why we know about trespass. We need to review that. We might have to do that sometime next month or so. My third for you would have been, uh, I would have said like New Jack City or some shit. The New Jack City one is it's 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 cool. It's not one of my favorites though. It's like real short too, and it's a lot of R and B and show now, and it's cool for that type of shit. It's got like new. Of course, it's called New Jack. So it's New Jack. I want to trade. Okay, the like voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh Love and Basketball soundtrack. I only have I never heard that soundtrack. I've never watched that movie, so what <laughs> the furthest uh, I've ever been able to make it through that movie is when they first fuck in the bedroom or college or whatever, because they're playing like they're throwing the basketball at the back door or the little hoop on the back of the door or whatever. How far yes. is that into the movie? That's like <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I didn't make it past 20 minutes. <laughs> Damn. Never what? Seen You've never seen a full loving basketball. See, now that would be a Brent's never seen because of that reaction you just had. <laughs> oh, I feel like we have to throw that into like the, that's a, that's a black movie. It's definitely a black movie. That's, oh. I might have to switch up one of my picks just to get you to watch that shit. Oh, fuck. Well, everybody <laughs> seems to love that movie. I just never got into it. But then again, you're talking to somebody that doesn't no. care about love movies. This shit. It's a love story. That's the whole thing. Especially in that I era, see. like back when I watched it, I really didn't give a fuck about love and their movies yes. and shit. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought of another soundtrack. What's another soundtrack? Roll Bounce. <laughs> Cause that shit got like Earth, Wind, and Fire. It got fucking like Shaka Khan and Rufus. It got, it got. Oh my gosh! Does it have? Yes. Oh, yes, it has. It that has I'm about to say, if that's the name of the movie, it better. Oh, who does sing Roll Bounce? Is it like Vaughn Mason and whatever the fuck? Now I gotta look it up. Now I gotta look it up. Huh? Yes, but that soundtrack too. If I was in a. If I was in a nostalgic old school state, I would say roll bounce. Okay. If I was in a sappy mood, a love mood, I would say love and basketball. Vaughn Mason and crew. I am that oh, nigga, PJ. Shit. <laughs> there you go. Just in case they don't know what I'm talking about. Hold on. Where Come on. They have to know what you're talking about. Well, they about to know once this fucking advertisement go away. Come on. Don't be scared. It's all right. There you go. Yes, yes, that's it. They have a uh, flashlight on that shit, and that is my <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's funkadelic now. Our parliament, whatever. And them don't, don't feels right. <laughs> yes, that's my shit. Any so, soundtrack yes, yes. of funk so is going to be a good soundtrack. Got to be. I'm trying to think of more. I had a whole list that I sent out. I don't remember what all I put on there no more. I, I haven't seen this movie either, but I heard the Brown Sugar soundtrack's pretty good, too. Yes, it is. You haven't seen Brown Sugar? Again, PJ, oh, not that love shit, shit. bro. I, didn't, I wasn't with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Listeners, please, out of those two, 
Out of Love and Basketball and Brown Sugar, what should we watch for upcoming February and March? Let us know, please. Yes. You have to watch one of those, too. Like, that's just, oh, shit. You know, I'll make a poll right now, even though it's like almost midnight and people probably won't see it tonight, but (laughs) I'll give it it 24 hours to see what happens. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So while while I'm doing this, PJ, tell me about the the Brown Sugar soundtrack. Brown Sugar, man, it got like D'Angelo. It got fucking. I want to say, oh my gosh, I'm uh-huh. sorry, you have to switch again. This is it? This is it. Best soundtrack, Love Jones. Yet again, another movie I've never seen. Get the fuck what? <laughs> again, it's in the title now, Love Jones. I don't want to see this. Oh. Okay, put Love Jones in there. All right, between uh, uh, one of those has to get bumped out because uh, Love Jones I, I is just that three. shit. So, Love Jones and Love and Basketball. I said, if you, want, if you want, if you want, I could put all three. Yeah, fuck it, do all three. I got do you put five three. if you want to throw two more. <laughs> I don't know any other love movies like that. You, oh my gosh, right, Love let Jones. See. Let me see love movies that I don't know. Um. Let me, let me, I'm about to just go on IMDb. Hold on. Oh, I'm going to hit Love and Basketball and see what comes up in the related movies. Right. All right. Love and Basketball, Love Joe. What was the other one? What was oh, the third oh, one? Oh, that one movie um, that they make sequels to, um, uh, The Best Man. I ain't never seen that either. You've never seen the original? No, I ain't never seen any of them. Shit. Okay, I can only do four. So I got Love Basketball, Brown Sugar, Love Jones, and The Best Man. Yes. I just thought of another one I haven't seen before that you'll probably be mad at again. What? I've never seen The Wood either. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> okay. Oh. These are like, these are like staples in our community. Yeah, oh. that, that's that love shit, though. That's that love shit. Okay. <laughs> oh. Please, I know which one I want them to pick for you, but we're just going to put the poll up and see what is decided. All right. So the poll is Love and Basketball, Brown Sugar, Love Jones, and The Best Man. That's what you want to put? Yes. I want them to pick Love Jones, but if not that, The Best Man. All right. Well, it's out there now, and I'm going to put it in the groups and shit, too. So. Oh. As we record, I'll, t- I'll keep an eye on it. Wow, wow, wow. You learn something new every day. You've never seen. Ah. You can even go in there and cheat the system, too, because you can vote on it. Right? You know what? I'm about to download Twitter right now. Oh, other side note. Sorry, guys. I got a new phone, and I have not downloaded the Twitter. But I am doing it as of now, and I will be in touch. All right, let's see. Is it in there? All right, I just put it in the Home Video Hustlers group chats. So we'll see what happens. Gosh, this is amazing. I am I am truly stunned right now because these are like these are really state they, they they go like hand in hand with like minister society and juice and shit. Yeah, it's but see a- those I'll have. <laughs> oh I forgot because you said we had the discussion about the one, but we didn't ah, with Tupac. Oh poetic justice. Yes. But I I have seen that, I just didn't like it. Ah, you didn't like it. Okay, okay. Yeah, spirit even didn't like it. Man, we got some shit to review. Fucking love movies. (laughs) 
Damn. All right, so I just I saw Steve shit plugger Steve just retweeted it, so he might have voted. My phone loading real slow. I'm trying to see what he said. Say so I'm just waiting for this shit to download. I <laughs> will vote. Yes, I will vote. Oh well, two votes for loving basketball so far. Uh oh. Okay. I'm gonna just okay. leave that. Up. I think it updates if I don't fuck with it. So I'm gonna just watch the. I'm gonna leave my phone up this whole recording and just watch the polls and see what happens. Okay. Cool. Cool. Calls cool. on that now. <laughs> <laughs> Three, it's three votes and still loving basketball. So everybody's voting loving basketball. Okay, I, I take loving. It's either love Jones or loving basketball. Those are the two that I, I need you to see. You have to watch them. I think it'll be different now because you're actually in love with a beautiful lady, and this whole side of your, you know, emotions. I'm not, I'm not angry. Angry want to see people's brains fly out in every movie type dude no more, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> Natural born killer, Brent. <laughs> yes, there's a subtle change in you. I mean, actually, I'm, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to go back and rewatch Poetic Justice to see if I still think it's trash or not. Yes. I love John Singleton, but I do not like that movie. He got two movies I really don't like, and that's one of them. Wow, wow, wow. So the other that movie is... is Too Fast, Too Furious. Fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, even you agree with me on that one. Yeah. All right, but fuck, man. While while these polls are going, we're going to let them do their thing and talk about this negotiators. We barely even got started into it. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we got past the first credits. Well, no. Did we get to the credits? I think we already have passed them. Okay. So um, now we are. Well, then your homeboy, uh, his homeboy, Samuel Jackson. Oh, Samuel Jackson's name is Danny. I might alternate between Sam and Danny. We'll find out. But <laughs> he's um supposed to go meet his homeboy, Nate, the CSI dude in the park. Because he gets a t- uh, beat from him. Yeah, he got a pager, homie. He got paged. That's how old this yeah. movie <laughs> And uh, he's going out there to meet him. And then while homie's sitting out there, he must see somebody that he recognized come up to his car because he sees him. He's like, oh, shit, it's you. What's up, man? How you doing? Bow, bow. Two to the dome. I think it was two. At least one then to the in dome. Then that, of course, he forgot the... Okay, so... I'm I'm really trying to log into Twitter and I just like totally forgot my fucking password. So uh, it's been too long. Uh, yeah, it's been too long. It might be this. Hold on, let me last. Been so long, can't Ooh. log on. <laughs> nope. Yeah, let me just change my password. All right, but in between, before that, you remember he's with his wife and he's oh, having yeah. this like conversation about the wife is like. You know, you have to come home to me. Like, fuck yeah, all don't the be doing crazy. No more crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you see that bus? Crazy is on that bus. I will be home to you every night. And so that sets up the premise, I guess, for the the rest of the fucking movie, right? Mm-hmm. Gets him his reasoning for doing what he about to do. Because like I said, he goes out after that conversation. That's when he goes out to see his homie. But then he see his homie got fucking aerated. Got a big ass hole in his cranium. Dead as fuck. And the fuck. guy that killed him is dressed up like fucking Dark Man. And he throws the gun into the lake or pond or wherever the fuck that is. But then, of course, as you all know, Samuel Jackson is black. So you see black guy over a dead body. Oh, you're going to jail. Oh, I found it this way. It don't matter. You black. Go to jail. Right. You, you picked up that Monopoly car. Go directly to jail, motherfucker. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Take your black ass 
See, people that ain't black, they didn't know that, PJ. They didn't know that when we were born, they just hand the doctor just hands us a card that's just like a jail card. <laughs> Here, take this shit. You're gonna need this. Trust uh-huh. me. Believe. Like you know yes. how you don't know when it'll come into play, but it may come into play. That's the excitement of being black. No, there is no may. It will come into play. <laughs> see, see, By I'm, the time I'm, I'm being 16 years of age. This <laughs> shit will come into play. The system will know your name. Damn, that's so unfortunate. It is. But he's getting asked a bunch of questions, of course, and he's like, man, fuck y'all. That was my partner. I just seen my dude with a big-ass hole in his forehead. Fuck y'all. I'm out. Peace. SpongeBob me. And then you get the funeral, and everybody, of course, your boy Samuel Jackson's sad and crying and everything. And then I think... This is oh, the only movie I've ever seen of shed a tear in. Oh, now that you said that, I'm trying to think. Damn, I can't think of no other ones for real right now. Right? He's always that nigga. Like, this is the... Has to be. He had emotions in this. Besides just being pissed off. Right. Did he cry in that movie? I don't think he did the one. He's like, yes, they deserve to die and I hope they burn in hell. What movie is that? Oh, what is the name of it? Um, Time to Kill. A Time to Kill. There you go. Time to Kill. I think that's the movie where he murdered the fucking clan members and shit, I think. That's why he was on trial. That might be one to go to one day. <laughs> I was about to say, this shit sounds so fucking familiar. Like, I know I've seen that shit. Pops probably had it, I'm sure. It uh, came out around, like a few years before this one, I think. So, Wow. I logged in and I have 135 notifications. Have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get to this later. I just need to activate this poll. Hey. Ha ha. Yeah, Steve, I like that right there. I like that. I see his gift here. Yeah, I see his gift. Well, I got a gift too, motherfuckers. (laughs) The gift of gift. Oh, I see what you did there. Or the gift of gift. I said it backwards. Fuck. (laughs) It's still just loving basketball. Uh, No, it is not. Not anymore. It didn't update then. Hold up, hold up. (laughs) It must not be updating like I thought it was. Let me go back. I still just says loving basketball, man. I just voted. They just they said fuck your vote, PJ. Yeah, right now. <laughs> it might just take. Right, you know out. what? Here, yeah, I'm gonna do that too. There we go. Oh, now I, yep, it just changed. I see Love Jones now. Boom. And it ah. popped up too. Yes, there we go. Love Jones gift. Who was? I know it's um, it's old dog in that movie. Who's the girl he's with in that movie? Is it your girl? Really? I don't know. No. That's Nina. Nia. Nia Simone. I said Nia Simone. Nia Simone? I meant Nia Long. I'll say Nina Simone is in that movie. What the it's fuck? Nia Long. That is her name. Uh, oh, but another vote came in. It was for Brown Sugar. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, we might actually have a little... Okay. The best man is by his goddamn self as of right now. <laughs> Just out in the sea. All right, but shit, back to this movie, though, real quick. Yes. yes Before yes, we get thrown okay. off again. <laughs> right. Homie uh, Sam, or Danny Samuel Jackson is at the house with his wife, gets a knock on the door, and this mad cops are front. They're like, yeah, we got a search warrant to search the premises. So back the fuck up. Yeah. They go inside. His peoples that he cooled are like, yo, it's just a formality. Don't worry about it. Just let them do their thing. and Don't worry about nothing. But then, oh, what's this? I found this file over here on some Resident Evil shit. 
He's like, yo, they planted that shit. That ain't mine. I ain't never seen that before. It's like, yeah. All right, sure, homie. So <laughs> next day, he goes up to the police station to basically go to the captor or whoever. Like, yo, you believe this shit? This shit crazy, right? He's like, yeah, it is. Uh, Yeah, turn on your badge, though. And your gun. And get fucked. Sink in the, what is it? Precinct. Precinct. Was like looking at him. Yeah, they they knew what the fuck was about to go happen. And they just had to wait for him to hit the off the, what is he? Like the chief's office, basically. Chief? And because one of them even said something like, you got, you got a lot of nerve coming up here. Yeah, like what the fuck? But of course, he's a black man and he's guilty until proven innocent. God damn it. That's right. That's what it should say. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth, Ruth. Oh, Spike. Yeah. With That's... the same actor right oh, there. Oh, shit, it was Sam that said that too. Fuck. Yes, it was. This is the quintessential <laughs> truth, Ruth. <laughs> so, all his shit gets taken. Mm-hmm. He's going to. Oh, it's the next day. He's going through all the paparazzi. He's going to, like, I think it's the Internal Affairs building. And they actually see the homie Nate's wife in there. And I think Samuel Jackson's wife is like, yo, I'm so sorry. She's like, basically like, bitch, get off me. I ain't fucking with y'all. Y'all got my husband killed all y'all. Not even yeah. just him, all of y'all motherfuckers. So all y'all can bite me. Fuck all oh, y'all. All fingers point to you, my guy. That's right. So Damn. she's done. I don't even think she come out the whole movie. She done. Yeah, right? That is it. But he goes up and talks to somebody. I don't think it was internal affairs because later he goes to that office and it's a different section. So he's talking to somebody. Maybe it's like the court prosecutor or some shit maybe. I don't fucking know. But he's talking to somebody and dude is basically like, hey, look, we got this gun and we got some gloves in the river and I don't, in the files. Basically, he's like, yo, we got evidence. Your ass going to jail. So you got 24 hours to make a deal or you going to get the maximum sentence. Now get the fuck out of my office, nigga. Ah, yeah, yes. And then after that, that's when he, he's with his wife during this part. But then he tells his wife, go to the car, right? Yeah, because he's being followed now, too. That dude that that told me to get the fuck out, he sent two dudes to follow him. Yeah, yeah. So the wife goes to the car, and then he makes a... That's when he goes to the Eternal Affairs office. Yeah. Pops off, right? Yeah, because the dude that he about to go fuck with is the dude that came up to him and found the father. His name was Kneebaum or something. And he's yes. the one that he thinks he's you know, started and planted all that evidence. So he's going to uh, find him directly. He busts up in his office in the middle of his meeting or something. And basically he's like, yo, sit the fuck down. Somebody tries to come at him, fucks him up, gets the gun. He tells everybody outside, all y'all that was out here working, lay your guns and everything on the table and get the fuck out. Everybody else in this room... Get the fuck down on the floor. Y'all my hostages. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Buddy was funny. Fuck. What is his name? Uh, In the movie, I think his name was Rudy. That sounds about right. It's Paul Giamatti, though. Paul Giamatti was actually in Straight Outta Compton, too. Yes, he was. He was uh Jerry. Jerry Heller, yep. Yeah. He's in a yeah. bunch of shit, though. But... Yeah, that is a funny guy, for real. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Paul G. Marty's there and he's taking hostages and then they immediately know what's going on. So then you just get the shots of the SWAT team getting everything set up and ready. Samuel Jackson's getting everything set up and ready because he know he knows all this shit because he was the negotiator. So he he knows everything they're doing because they're like putting cameras inside the vents and he's going right to the exact vents to put cameras in and yeeting them bitches out. So they have no eyes inside the building. They can't see shit that's going on. Because he is the expert negotiator. Yeah. 
Well, they got the little bitch boy negotiator now, too. That The one that you can tell is, like, super, like, if Samuel Jackson call in sick, that's the only time he get played type dude, probably. Um, I think they try and call him. He makes Rudy answer the phone, and he tells him that he requests he requests Chris Sabian come onto the scene. And at first, it fucked me up because he said Chris Sabian. I was thinking of the fucking football coach, but I think his name is Nick Sabian. I don't know either one. So, uh, Nick right. Sabian, what fucking team? Uh, oh, I think it's, is it Alabama? Hmm. Why do you know about this? Oh, that's Sabian, not Sabian. Ah, okay. Alabama, yep, there you go. Why? Because I got a brother and a dad that love him. Man, pretty much at my job, if motherfuckers ain't complaining about the job, they're talking about football. That's the only two things people talk about at my job. So I pick up a lot of shit. Huh. I'm sorry, real quick. Mm-hmm. Mike McClain, you oh, are shit. my nigga. I don't give a fuck if you're black or not. <laughs> he said... Welcome back, of course, Paulie PJ for the Pirates movie. Uh, and Pornhub sponsored this podcast, period. Oh, he said that a couple times now. <laughs> I like that. I like that right there. Okay. I, I see the homies at Lit Gaming Arena replied to that poll, and they said, I don't know any of these movies, LOL. <laughs> yes, I had to hit him with the tisk tisk. Oh, yeah, I see it, yeah. <laughs> Shame, shame, shame. I don't like shit. I haven't seen any of them, so I'm right. I know of them. I ain't seen them either, so I'm with you. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Okay, okay. Back to the... So Chris Sabian gets requested. Yes. He gets requested, but then they show him he's at his house, and he's actually negotiating, but it's with his wife and his kid. I guess the kid says something about the mom looking wide, or basically she called her fat, and now the mom doesn't want to come out the bathroom and go out wherever they're trying to go because she's mad about the kid being fat or something. So he's like playing. He's talking to the little girl like he's like scolding her at the same time, being like, yo, just just, just go off the phone. Quit talking to your mom like that. And then the phone rings and he gets the call and he's like, yo, damn, I can't even negotiate. He's like, I could talk people out of suicide and jumping off buildings, but I can't negotiate with my fucking wife and kid. Ha <laughs> ha, jokes, bitch. <laughs> but then he gets the call and he's on his way because Samuel Jackson's like, I'm not talking to none of you motherfuckers. Yes. Yes, this leads to something. What comes after this? Well, one of, after this is actually it's one of my favorite parts of the movie because it's hilarious. But the other Lobisha negotiator dude is on the phone trying to talk to Samuel Jackson. And Samuel Jackson's like, you know what? Fuck it, we got time until Chris get here. Well, let, let's talk. And then he, the dude starts saying a bunch of dumb shit. He's like schooling him. Basically, he's like, no. you One thing you never say on the phone with the hostage takers, no. You don't tell them no. You say yes or I'll see what I can do about that. But you don't never say no because that's when hostages get killed. And then he yes. asks he asks you something right after that. And he says no. He's like, motherfucker, I just told you or something. He's like, you just yeah. got a hostage killed. No, yeah. <laughs> that fucking was dying. Yeah. That was my favorite yeah. part of this whole movie. Daddy, would you relax a little bit? I'm just... relaxed. I'm very fucking relaxed. But let me give you some advice. Never say no to a hostage taker. It's in the manual. Now, are, are you going to tell me no again? No, I'm not. No, at, wrong answer. Eliminate I no vocabulary, Polly. Never use no, don't, won't, or can't. All right? It eliminates options. The only option that leads is to shoot someone. Understand? Uh, yes. Yes, yes good. See, yes is good. You say no again, I'll kill somebody, all right? Now, let's practice. Can I see a priest? I, I, let's not. You, you know what? Can we, can we just, like, talk about this? You wanted to talk? Right? We are talking. Now, can I see a priest? Uh, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> That's good, Farley. Now you're learning. Now, I'd like a submachine gun so I can blow everyone away. 
I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Good. You're doing good, Farley. You ever cheat on your wife, Farley? No. Watch yourself. I'll kill someone. You ever cheat um, on your wife? Yeah. Answer! I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I have to think about that. Um, I'll look into that. You ever, um, dress up like a schoolgirl and get your ass spanked, Farley? Danny, look. Okay, all I want to do is just talk to you. I am talking! Now, did you or did you not ever dress up like a schoolgirl and get your ass spanked? I have to look into that, Danny. Oh, I don't... Jesus, Farley, you know. Nothing against you dressing up like a little girl, but I didn't, I didn't know that about you, Farley. Danny, you know, this is really, really unproductive. Unproductive? You're right. It is. So, tell me a joke, Farley. You know any jokes? No. I... No! You just cost someone their life, Farley! Game over! Shot fired. Shot fired. Shot fired. Can anyone see? Just don't be saying no no more, motherfucker. So he basically just like fuck dude all up to the point where he's shaking and shit. He don't even want to talk no more. But then Danny uh, Samuel Jackson gets on the walkie-talkie. He's talking to the cops. I don't remember what he says exactly. He's like, I think maybe he's demanding shit at this point. Or, or he's, I think this is where he's telling them like, yo, I'm only doing this because I'm trying to clear my name. Somebody trying to set me up and we'll, we're not leaving here until I find out who. And I think that's what he says in the walkie-talkie. And I think this is the first time he's tries like questioning or interrogating knee bomb and knee bombs like basically fuck you. I ain't telling you shit. Yeah, just looking at him. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was getting in that look like, man, fuck you. Fuck your mama. Fuck your wife. Fuck <laughs> What if what am I thinking? Oh, that's a Willie D song. He's like, fuck your crew. Fuck your set. Fuck your posse. Fuck your click. <laughs> Gotta love that song. You got homeboys. We got homeboys. Go check that song out, everybody. I love that song. Everybody. That's the shit you play when you like you about to go like beat the fuck out of somebody. Man. Oh, the best man got a vote, PJ. Did it? Yep. So now Loving Basketball has 57% and all the other ones are tied at 14%. Damn, damn, damn. But next thing that happens is uh Chris Sabian actually gets there. And he starts talking to Danny on the walkie-talkie, and they're talking about westerns. And they start talking about the movie Shane. And I wondered what you got out of this scene, I know you've never seen Shane before, have you? No, I have not. So they get into an argument about, oh, fuck, I forget who had what side. But I think I think Chris Saban is like, oh, yeah, I love, you know, westerns where the hero dies at the end. And then so it's just like, yo, he didn't die at the end? And because like this kid is like, yo, Shane, come back, Shane. And then he's like, yeah, but he was slumped over it because he got took a bullet, so he probably died. And so they go back and forth about that shit. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just in my head laughing because I'm like, I know PJ's like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Well, it kind of comes back later. We'll get to it if I remember. Oh, and um, he also, I think he just simply lets me know that his wife is there too. Samuel Jackson's wife, I mean. So he tells Chris, like, yo, I want to meet face to face. So we can, I can tell you why I brought you here and all that shit. So they meet face to face. He has uh, the homeboy Rudy, like opening the door and everything for him. But while they're talking, I think this is where the dude was like, man, fuck it, man. We got an opening. Send the SWAT dudes in. 
And so they burst in water talking and fuck up all the plan because, you know, your boy Chris is like, yo, all I want to do is get the hostages out of there. And he had a plan. But then the SWAT dudes came in, fucked up the plan. And now they basically right back at square one again. And he ain't happy about that shit. Oh, and I think because um, I think when they burst through, fuck, how does this happen? Because I think they burst through the windows at this point, And there's like two dudes. Oh, there's two dudes that burst in when because Samuel Jackson goes back to the windows and um he has the gun, I think, pointed at Rudy. As I think at this point, him and Rudy are kind of like cool. But then Rudy's like, because he's like, why are you always picking on me, bro? He's like, shut up, nigga. And he puts the gun to his head. And then there's just a sniper outside, and this little dude with the binoculars has a fucking super clean ass shot right to Samuel Jackson's head, but he won't take the yeah, shot because that's his boy. It, right? Yeah, because dude is on the intercom or the walking door, like yo, take the motherfucking shot. And he's like, oh, he he was saying something. He was like, copy, and he's like, motherfucker, don't say copy, just shoot the motherfucker. But then he 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 won't do it, and that's what he's like, dude was like, all right, well you relieved, get the fuck out of here. And I think that. With that distraction, Samuel Jackson gets both of the SWAT dudes that were hanging out of the window. He takes them hostage too, and he takes one into the back room because he's like, "These, this is one of those motherfuckers trying to set me up." And I think he pistol that bitch and like tapes his mouth shut. Yeah, but then he throws him in the room, right? And he throws him in the back room, and while that's going on, the homie Chris Sabian goes down there in his pistol. He's like, "What the fuck y'all doing? Y'all could have got me killed. Y'all could have got hostages killed." Dude's like, "Yo, I saw opening." And he's like, "Nah, nah, fuck that." From this point on, I take control. If y'all want me to do this shit, I'm I'm taking point. Everything gotta go through me. And yeah. they don't they don't want to do it, but then they like, you know what? Fuck it, just do it. The little chief dude or whoever is like, just just fucking do it. So all that at this point, I was laughing too because Samuel Jackson is inside. He's standing there, one of the busted up window, which is talking mad. She's like, "These motherfuckers tried to kill me." He's like, I'm right here. Shoot me, motherfucker. Because there's a helicopter. And you just see like all these laser pointers start popping up on his chick. Like eight of them on his chest and shit. But they can't fire because Chris is down there like, yo, don't shoot. Because he's like, why? You want to get? You want to kill him on national TV? Don't be stupid. Don't hit him right now. The cameras are all on him. Yeah. That's dumb. Yes. 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 And then so he's like, all right, y'all want to y'all see some shit? Y'all want to fuck with? You want to fuck with me? Well, all right, I got you. That's when he goes into the other room and he got a gun to that cut one of the cops head that he uh, put in that room. And then he's talking to Chris. Chris like, yo, don't do it. Don't do it. He's like, yo, I'm about to do it. He's like, don't do it. I'm about to do it, nigga. Bah! You just hear a gunshot. And everybody is shocked because they're like, oh, shit, he just killed one of the SWAT cops. But I, in my notes, I put a question mark because I was like, I don't think he did it because they didn't show it. But I'm going to just question mark that shit just in case. And so at this no. point now, the feds are arriving. The feds are like, yo, nah, fuck that. We, we in here now. We live, baby. Oh, we didn't mention the hostages either. There's the dude Rudy, Paul Giamatti, there's Knee Bomb, there's a Knee Bomb secretary, and there's a guy named Frost who was like, uh, I don't know what, he, what his title was, but he was basically like Samuel Jackson's boss, I think. The boss of the boss or some shit like that. The boss of the boss. Yes. Yeah, because he wasn't like the chief dude that took his badge. I think he was over that dude even, so I think anyway. I don't, I don't know all the cop rankings and shit like that. Right. Lieutenant. But after all this shit going on, the girl, the secretary, her name is Maggie. And she's just like, yo, look, bro, just this motherfucker, he got a computer and there's a bunch of shit on there. I can log you on there. You can find what you want. We can get the fuck out of here. So Samuel Jackson's like, all right, cool. You Rudy? You Rudy, you know all that hacker shit, right? He's like, yeah. Like, get on the fucking computer and open that shit up for him. Well, after that, one of my favorite scenes comes up. I was fucking dying here at the house because Samuel Jackson calls Chris Sabian. And he's like going all hard, super reckless talking. Your boy Chris just hangs up on him. And everybody in the room is looking like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, don't worry about it. He'll call back. And then he called back. Samuel Jackson's like, motherfucker, you just hang up on me? And then they click, hang up on him again. Yes, yes click, click. I was fucking rolling at that shit, bro. 
you are not the only one in negotiation. No. He's letting you know he's not, not the only one in control. Yes, yes, you are not in control of this right now. Like, nigga, whenever I want to shut you up, nigga, I can shut you the fuck up. Mm. And he's already not fucking with him now at this point because he told him, he's like, I'll help you out as long as the hostages are safe. But since he that he uh, heard the cop get shot, he's like, yeah, nah, I'll fuck you now. It's on. You killing hostages, shit. I ain't doing nothing for you no more. Yeah, my goal is to... What do you say? My goal is to make sure everybody's safe and something. Make sure all the hostages are safe and secure. You, you not the priority. They are. You, if you die, fuck you. Like, I want to get you out too, but you done kill hostages now, so now you deprioritize, motherfucker. But at this point, the cops done shut the electricity off. They're doing shit like they shut off the electricity, and I think they shut off the heat to try and freeze them out and darken them out and shit. And so he's like, all right, he calls. He's like, yo, I need some electricity to get on this computer. So he has Chris come up, and he asks Chris, like, yo, turn electric on. He's like, motherfucker, you really, you really asking me for help? Like, nigga, didn't you just shoot a cop? I'm like, fuck you. Suck my dick, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, he, he reasons when you know, he tells him, he's like, hey, look. You turn electricity on, because he had, this time he doesn't take root, he takes the dude Frost. And he's like, yo, if you turn electricity on, I'll give you a hostage, you can have Frost. He's like, I'll turn electricity on, motherfucker, but you're going to give me that hostage. He's like, here, take this bitch, I don't want him anyway. Electric is, or, yeah, electric, uh, whoa, I can't talk. Electricity, electricity. You know, to use my Midnight Star samples. It comes back on. He gets on the computer, and Rudy's finding all kind of crazy shit on there. And then he finds some audio recordings. He was actually tapped into, I think, Nick's phone because that conversation that him and Samuel Jackson had in the beginning of the movie is on the computer. Because Samuel Jackson like, motherfucker, you was taping us? And then he finds out that like a whole bunch of different cops' badge numbers are in there. So he was recording a bunch of different cops. So he's like, yo, why the fuck you recording all these cops, B? And he's like, niggas get recorded every day, B. You be all right. You tough, right? I <laughs> see. Yeah. Now, knee bomb is still no fucking help. Oh, Samuel Jackson calls Chris back. And he's like, yo, I need you to talk to... Nick's wife, see who he talked to last, because whoever he talked to last could be the informant that can like clear my name and end all this shit. So the boy Chris is like, all right, cool, yeah, let's end this bullshit. Where where she at? Bring her in here. Bring her out. Bring her out. Bring her out. It's hard to yell with the barrel in your mouth, Swizzy. Uh, Swizzy. <laughs> a lot of music references today, homie. Uh, I wonder how many people listen to the show and they're like, what the fuck? Or they just sound like a foreign language when we start throwing music lines out there. Mm. One may never know. <laughs> Oh, uh, where was I in my notes? Because it's a, and we kind of breezing through it for real. Because a lot of the movie, like it's two hours and twenty minutes, but it's like, how do I explain it? Because I wanted to sound like the movie's like not bad storyline or something. But it's like a lot of the story is him finding shit out. So it's a lot, a whole lot to go into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's the? Yeah. It's it's uh, like legwork that has to be done. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, discoveries are made, and then it's like, oh shit, okay. It's almost like a like a they they call them tech thrillers, where it's like a lot of it is like finding clues and like computer technology shit like that, like a fucking like Patriot Games or something like that. There's a lot of that type of stuff going on because there's action, I have never, but it's not the whole movie. It's, this is not. I wouldn't call this an action movie. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't call this an action movie? I don't think so. Like I said, I think it's more like suspense, like thriller with action in it. But it's not like like they could like put this next to like Die Hard or something, or like uh, yeah. you know Expendables or something. I don't know if it's a flat out action movie. Nah, you're right. You're right. Okay, I'm gonna actually put up on IMDb and see what the classification comes up as. I'm, I'm curious. Huh? See, Negotiator is classified as crime, drama, mystery, action, thriller. So a little bit of everything. All the shit I like for crime, drama, mystery. 
So I mean, I guess in action, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, because you know they always talk about dumb action. I guess a smart action movie. There you go. Maybe that's what it is. A smart action. It's, it's it's not you know it's not Schwarzenegger with a motherfucking minigun just power like power driving motherfuckers with it the whole like movie. Basically, yeah. We don't really. I don't think we review a lot of movies like this, honestly. There's like a plot to it, but it's still. And it's not like just mindless murder. Yes, yes. There you go. There you go. We don't usually do a whole lot of these. Like somebody actually making us watch like a good movie, PJ. It's weird. (laughs) What is going on here? Like we just watched the fucking pirate movie and black shampoo on the show. (laughs) Granted, we did have natural born killers, and I classify that as a real movie. Right. And then we had a whole month of fucking Disney movies, and then we had the Star Wars holiday special and shit like that. Like, we don't get to do movies like The Negotiator very often, I don't think. Because the trash is usually fun, more fun, but this is fun too, though. I'm not going to spoil my review entirely. I'll just throw that out there. Hint drops. There you go. But while Chris is asking, uh, like, trying to find the wife to talk to Danny, there's a dude that comes in and is like, yo, I got this plan, homie. We can put some dudes up in the vents. Now, hey, look, look, they're not going to shoot. They just gonna be in the vents in case some shit pop off, you know what I'm saying? So Chris is like, yes. fuck it, go ahead. And then right after that, one of the SWAT dudes comes down. I think he relieves one guy, he like tells somebody to go somewhere else, and he's like, yo, we're gonna make a move, just wait on my signal. So they already about to plot some bullshit. Yeah. Then he's when is the point where he says something about the the uh fuck. What you talking about? Come on, throw me throw a word for me, I'll tell you. I just drew a blank. Where where are we at? Well, the next note I got is that. Chris actually brings in the informant and calls Danny like, yo, I got him here. And he's like, oh, word? And while he's doing that, at the same time, Rudy's still looking stuff up on the computer. He's asking a bunch of questions, but then Rudy's like, yo, yo, look at this hot shit on the screen. And it has a bunch of, because I think, basically, I don't remember the names of the colleges, but the dude, Nate, told him that he did went to some college, and it's not the same one that's on the screen or something like that, maybe. Because then, because then there's also a big ass thing. Uh, so a big red box under his name that says informant. So then Samuel Jackson's like, oh shit, he wasn't looking or waiting for the informant. He was the informant. So that means the guy that Chris is like has talking to him is a fake. So he's asking a bunch of questions and then basically busts him out and then tells Chris like, yo, don't be trying to pull no trickery on me, motherfucker. Yeah. Because Chris is hyping him up like, yeah, man, we got your dude here. We're gonna get you free. He gonna, no, he's got, he's gonna name names, but he can't name them over the over the line because we don't want to get no bullshit pop off. He's like, he's telling, he making it sound real good for him. I was about to say during this part, didn't he have, didn't he have another list and he was like crossing out the shit? Yeah, that's but the point. He, he was asking questions to the uh, the informant, crossing them out. Ah, okay. That's when he was finding out that he was fake. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, he finds out that it's fake, so Chris is like, fuck. And then all the cops are, like, mad at Chris now because they're like, yo, motherfucker, you had us believing that this was a real informant and all this shit, and, like, fuck you, basically. Right. fuck is going on here? So, yeah, so now we know he was the informant, so now Samuel Jackson got a bunch of other questions to go ask that homie Neeball now. And he, I think if, oh, he finally gets him to talk because... They um they left that room that they were in originally because when the, that the Swaz dudes bursted into and so now he opened up the door and it's about to take him back out there to get him shot and your boy Nebo's like all right, all right chill out chill out I'll tell you motherfucker down and mm-hmm. um he basically tells him he's like look we got a whole bunch of taps and all the crooked cops that's on the taps is a bunch of people that you fuck with they're your friends and so I think he says all your friends or something like that so he's like oh shit and then right as that's happening. The fucking SWAT dudes are in the vents. They put the little barrel of the gun just through the vent where it's not sticking out, and they start opening fire. And your boy Knee Bomb takes like three right to the motherfucking chest almost. I think right in his heart, maybe. Oh, we're already here? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We blazing through the movie because like it's a lot of... 
investigation going on that we skipping past. Because if we talked about every little piece of investigation going on, this would be a five-hour podcast, one again. Right. The busy work. Okay. Okay. Hit, so hitting the it. main points. Buddy gets shot. But when they breach, what ha- something happens. When they breach, this is a big this is a big ass action scene because your boy Samuel Jackson has a had a he took the cop that they think he killed, he took his vest, all his flashbangs and his gun and his ammo, and he's flashbanging the fuck out these cops like his Resident Evil 4 and shit. Yes. That is <laughs> he, he takes a couple out of the vents because he's in the vents, he don't know where they are. It's like some diehard shit. He's just shooting in the vents at random and not hitting and he throws a uh, flashbang into the fucking vent and it explodes and there's a dude just falling out of the sky and shit. That's it. Yes. Okay. So he basically just runs them all the fuck out for real. But at this point in the movie too, a lot of that, well, yeah, yeah, because the hostages are there observing all the shit that they're finding on the computer and they heard Nebom confess everything and they just saw how basically he got assassinated by the SWAT team so they're all Samuel Jackson's side now. Because they understand yes, 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 yes. Because they know what's going on with everything because they was watching everything happen live. At first they ain't fucking with but now they're like oh shit, yeah, this is crazy, son. But but then uh, Sabian is mad again because he's like yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? I told y'all not to do nothing unless I said so. And the feds come in and they're like bitch, you ain't gonna do nothing unless we say so. Matter of fact, get the fuck out. We don't need you no more. So Sabian's like, all right, fuck all y'all. He leaves. He still, he runs inside of the building to go talk to Samuel Jackson. And uh, I think while he while he's talking to him, oh no, I think before he gets in there or gets up to him, Gurley's talking about because they shot. Oh, they shot the computer too. That's right. So they couldn't get no more information off of it. That's right. So I do shot the computer and they shot dude. She's like, yo, he had a computer at home and he worked from home a lot. He might have some files at his crib. You need to go check out. He's like, okay, that's what's up. And Sabian gets up there. And he's trying to get help from him. He's like, yo, but you up here killing cops. I can't fuck with you. And he opens up the door. And the cop that we thought he killed, or I didn't think, I knew he didn't kill him, but he's in there, like, still tied up. So Saban's like, oh, shit. All right, well, I fuck with you then, homie. So I got a way out of here. Um, he heads back out. And while he's heading down the steps, SWAT dudes are coming up. Samuel Jackson tells everybody to put on these gas masks. Well, he has a gas mask. He gave Gurley a gas mask. He told the Rudy and the black dude, he's like, yo, y'all just put the wet up this town and put it on your face. That's all y'all got. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas breathe in carbon monoxide every day, B. You be all right. You tough, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're escaping. The SWAT dudes come in. They don't find them. They only find the cop that he took the clothes from that they thought he killed. So they're like, they saw an aircraft. They're like, yo, Scott, he's alive. He didn't kill him. So all the other cops are down there like, oh, shit. Like, maybe we was wrong about this nigga. Uh, yeah yeah because chris is helping danny he's leading him out and uh yeah he gets out because uh he's homeboy chris is oh before that they were the everybody's walking into the building now to go because they basically breached and said there's nobody here the guy i think his name was beck he was like the asshole dude that kept sending his swat guys he's like yo i'm taking over control of this shit He's like, because FBI dudes are like, no, you ain't. He's like, yeah, the fuck I am. You had jurisdiction over this building. They ain't in this building no more, so suck dick, bitch. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, fuck out of uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Sabian is driving off, and they're like, yo, before you go, we got to check your trunk. And there's this little tension moment, because you're like, oh, shit, Samuel Jackson's not in the backseat, so he must be in the trunk. But then you open up the trunk, and he ain't there. And yes. the boy drives off, and then Samuel Jackson kind of slid away up the back streets, he comes around the corner, takes off the you know riot gear, throws it in the trash can, hops in the back seat. They get the fuck out of there. Yeah, they head to Buddy's house, right? Buddy Ebom's house. Yes. And while as they're leaving, they cut back to the, the hostages that got found, and they're asking them a whole bunch of questions. Your boy Rudy basically like, look, I ain't no snitch. Fuck y'all. I ain't telling y'all shit. I don't know nothing. 
fuck out my face. Yeah. Be a career criminal anyway. So like, send me to jail, bitch. I've been there. Fuck all y'all. Right. But then the homegrown Maggie, the secretary, though. Tell them what the secretary did, PJ. She snitched. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They said, where do you work? Where, where is he going? She said, she said, I don't know at first, but then, then they, they put her under pressure. Yeah, contempt of, no, not contempt of court. You can be held under, what uh, is it? What is the phrase they said? Oh, uh, uh, like withholding information or some shit like there that. There you go. Some sh- oh, I got it because I have this charge on my record. I'm oh, gonna, fuck. <laughs> an obstruction of justice charge. There you go. That is it. <laughs> uh, fuck Reference. Yes. <laughs> Only reason I know. Damn, well, the more you know, sound effect cue. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but so they know they go to Kneebaum House too. Mm-hmm. So uh Danny and uh Chris are at the computer trying to find out a bunch of shit. And he's like, yo, there ain't nothing here. I can't find nothing. And Chris is like, yo, you gotta find something. You got two minutes. So Danny's like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm gonna do something else. Take this like radio and do so. I don't know, they're doing something. He got some floppy disks in his hand. And oh, uh man. The cow, co- because the cops pull up, that's right. And he's like, yo, them motherfucking cops is here already. They must be the dirty cops. They come to kill me. He's like, I got a plan. Just follow my lead or something. So they're sitting outside. They're like hiding around the corner with some splinter cell shit, talking to the cops. And he's trying to get on the snitch on themselves because he's got the radio in it. Uh, who has the radio? I think Chris has the radio. And he's broadcasting everything that they're saying. Yeah, over the wave. Yes. And while they're talking, I think one guy is starting to get pissed. He's like, he about to start bucking. But then the home go, uh, homeboy Frost comes in, and he's like, yo, y'all get the fuck out. I'll handle this. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we come to find out this guy's the main fucking culprit. Mm-hmm. It was Frost was the, the bad guy the whole time. And who was it? Spacey? Spacey said, when they got into a, before anything happened, Spacey shot Samuel L. Jackson. Well, cause he had an idea how to get out there, and he uh he goes and yeets Samuel Jackson, like puts him in front of him, puts a gun up to him, and it's like, yo, I I want in. Basically, he's like, I think he said the frost said something to him about the information or something like that, and he's like, oh yeah, pow, shoot Samuel Jackson in, like the stomach. And he's like, all right, yeah. now uh, now that he's gone, I want in on this shit. Yeah. And they start talking numbers. He's like, I want fifty percent or something like that. He's like, yeah, you ain't getting fifty. He's like, all right, forty. Nah, thirty five. He's like, all right, thirty five. Yeah, we could do that. You would be a great negotiator. Yeah, I see. Oh, and he also gets Frost to name drop them other two cops, too. It says, like, you know, they well, such and such got they cut, so I'll give you, like, 35 or something like that. And the whole time he's doing that, he is the fucking radio broadcaster. And you find that out because they go outside and everybody's standing there. And the two cops that was there first that he name dropped, they getting hemmed up in the background. Right, like, what the fuck is going on right now? Hey. And so, yeah, I think your man's holds up the... Holds up the uh, walkie-talkie and is like, yeah, bitch, broadcasting that shit. Yeah. yeah. So your man tries to pull the bitch move with the quickness and put the gun up to his chin, but they're like, nope. The one, the asshole cop dude back, he comes and he, I think he shoots him in the arm or something. He's like, yeah, you ain't getting off that easy, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Then you find out Samuel Jackson ain't dead. He just took a bullet to the stomach. And I think he, oh, he comes out there and he starts pointing the gun at Frost. like He wants to kill him, almost like the opening of the movie. Yeah, and then, of course, the wife... Yeah, everybody's like, yeah. What do you say, New Jack City? He's like, uh, don't throw your life away over a piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> and Ice T was doing the same thing to Nino Brown. Yes. So, there ain't no happy ending for everybody. Bad guys get arrested. 
your boy Samuel Jackson's laying on the stretcher to go get help. And then um, uh, Chris comes over. He's like, oh, I forgot about the last year demands or whatever. He hands him his badge because early in the movie, he said the one of the things he demanded was that he get his badge back. So now he got his badge back. He's getting taken away in the ambo. Uh, Chris is just looking, smiling like, yeah, yeah, I'm that nigga for real. I did that shit. Now I'm about to go home and probably be annoyed by my wife and kid again. <laughs> right. Back to regular life. Hey, back to life. Back hey, to reality. Soul to soul shit. That has the hardest beat drop ever. I don't know why. How we didn't want it. How do you need it? Hey, hey, how do you want it? <laughs> yes. PJ, quick update to the poll. Love and basketball is still whooping that ass. Fuck. All right. I'm good with love and basketball. I'm good. Oh. Either that or Slav Jones. Spirit was upstairs, so she don't probably know you. Did you see this shit? I hear what we were talking about. PJ is mad that I haven't seen any like black love story movies that are quintessential <laughs> in the black community. And he's put up a poll to see which one people want us to talk about the most. He got Love and Basketball, Brown Sugar, Love Jones, and The Best Man. Have you seen any of those? Oh, I've definitely seen Love and Basketball. Okay, that's the one that's winning right now. Brown Sugar sounds familiar. Brown Sugar's like, I just know it's the hip-hop movie or some shit. It's like, they're, they're like, what is it, PJ? Is one of them like a hip-hop producer or a radio DJ or some shit? Brown Sugar? Yeah. Yes, hip-hop. And Love Jones and The Best Man. Huh? Oh, yeah. Queen, oh, Queen Latifah is that movie, right. Yeah. Did, oh, not Love Jones yeah. and the Best Man. The Best Man sounds familiar, but they just had another one. They made a sequel recently called The Best Man Holiday. Um, I don't She's only seen Love and Basketball, PJ. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm not that bad, man. Wow, Love just the, does about the wood. Fancy. The wood. You ever see that? She ain't. She ain't. Even, I said the wood. She gave me a weird look, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> What well, what are we talking about right now? Yeah, <laughs> she seen my wood. Hey, hey. she seen she seen Poetic Justice because she said it sucked too. Damn, <laughs> that's it. We had to just go to that one, one day. Maybe I I saw that when I was just I actually was with my first actual real girlfriend when I saw that movie. So the love had not kicked in yet. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Wow. I don't fucking maybe it was just boring. I thought I remember it being boring. Wow. Remember, I remember Joe Torre being the best part, and he got kicked off the car, kicked out the car, and never came back. And I was like, "Fuck this movie now." <laughs> What's his name? Joe Torre, the little dude that was his friend or something in that movie. Yeah, Tupac I know his real name. The nigga oh, was yeah. combing his or brushing his shit. Combing yeah, his. yeah. There you go. Yeah, Joe Torre. He's a comedian. He used to be on Def Comedy Jam all the time. Oh shit! I did not know that. Oh shit! Brown Sugar. He just got some votes. It's in second place now. Wow! Nobody likes Love Jones. Well, I mean, ten percent. Love and basketball is at sixty. Barrel sugars at twenty. Love Jones and Best Man are tied at ten percent. I can tell you honestly, it's gonna be Love and Basketball or Brown Sugar because those yes. are the two everybody knows. Love Jones and Best Man, I think, are deep cuts. Is Love Jones the deep? I feel like that's like of a... all of them. Love Jones is the deepest cut. PJ, that's one of the ones where it's Ooh. like if you're not black or you don't like fuck with black people a lot, you're not gonna know what the fuck. She didn't even know what Love Jones was. But it got Lorenz Tate and Nia Long in it. Like, don't say matter, PJ. I mean, look, look, look at this. Let me see the box office for Love Jones. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. 
Let's look that shit up real quick in advance. Because we're going to do it one day now for sure. But... So are you saying it's not in the same category as the typical black movies? Like I'm saying it isn't a category of typical black movie. It's not universal like that, I don't think. But, nigga, Love Jones cost $10 million and made 12 <laughs> Yeah. It's not that popular movie, PJ. I swore it was. Every nigga I know has seen Love Jones. Keyword, PJ. Every what? Uh, every nigga. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I'm going to look wow. up my basketball numbers real quick. That had to do good. Why the fuck shit. did that bring up a list of Even Steven episodes? <laughs> oh, well, shit. Love and Basketball cost 20 and made 27, so it didn't do terribly better. Wow. Now, now I got to look up all of them. Which one had the best box office? So, so far, Love and Basketball has the most. Let's see. That's What's the other, one? What's yeah. the other one? Oh, uh, Brown Sugar. Wow. 2002 to film. Me, they're all in that, like, black cinema. Oh. Like, Deuce and all of that. Like, they're all one and the same. I mean, same. they are, yeah. But I'm saying some are more elevated than others. Like, we were talking about Trespass. Who the fuck knows what Trespass is in the general public? Right. Right. Brown okay. Sugar has the best box office so far. It cost eight and made twenty eight. So it made the most money so far. It's only because of Queen Latifah. Is is Common in that shit? Is that only the nigga who's in there? Common, I think, is in there. He's not the main guy. Nah, he's like the basketball star. Oh, Tate Diggs is the main guy. Uh, I see most deaf. Maybe is that who you're thinking of? Ah, most deaf. There you go. That's what, it. The, what was the fourth movie on the list? I don't forgot already. Fuck. Uh Love Jones, Love and Basketball. Oh, the best man. Ah, uh, yes. No, that one had the best. That one definitely had the best. We'll see. Best man. Yep. Cost nine yeah. and made 34. There you go. That movie and Brown Sugar were produced by 40 Acres and the Mule Film Works. My man Spike? Boy Spike, yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Learn something new every day. So that's hilarious. The two, the One of the movies that made the most is like got the least amount of votes. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow. Best Man isn't really like a cult classic. That's well, more... Best Man's the only one of those that has sequels. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Now that you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> is your aunt your girl in those movies? In Regina Hall in those? Yes, she is. See, I'm surprised you ain't trying to make me watch that then. Because <laughs> that one is uh, it's just it's more uh, of a group thing. But Love Jones is just so... Oh my gosh, it's so deep. Oh shit. It is a <laughs> story. Like that shit just gets me every time. Maybe PJ would do a black love month. Oh shit. That might be what we do one day. <laughs> black love, baby. <laughs> you hear okay. spirit dropping bombs in the background all quiet. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? Repeat it. I said when you're with me, it's black love every month. Damn right. <laughs> Uh, oh, PJ, fuck. We supposed to... Uh, but yeah, that was the negotiator. <laughs> well... That's, we start yes, talking to shit. Yes. I forgot. That is the end. <laughs> After that, uh, shit. Breeze through that one. Fuck. <laughs> right. But fuck it. We're going to play promo. We're going to play some advertisements if they want to advertise on this episode. And we'll be right the fuck back. All right. <laughs> 
Hi, this is Amy D. This is the Why I'm Single podcast with my friend Chuck. Hi. Hey. And we talk about every fucking thing. If you love podcasts that are about being well-scripted, well-researched, and a nice, tight report, that's not us. We're here to help you get through the dregs of everyday society, get your mind off the murder and serial killers that you listen to all week and all that bullshit you put up with at work. So if you enjoy having a good laugh, you like to sit back and have a nice conversation, come listen to us. We've got great guests. We uh, have a great charisma. Uh, I don't know if charisma is the right word, but fuck it, we're going to roll with it. So give us a listen. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitters. And you can find us on every major podcasting platform. So look forward to seeing you. Bye. PJ. Yes. What do you think about the negotiator, man? What you gonna rank this out of ten, player? Out of ten? Hold on, I have to I have to get my my blunt for this one. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Blunt, you know it's serious. Okay. The negotiator. Mm-hmm. I honestly there wasn't like as soon as it was start to get slow with like the hoopla about finding out shit, mm-hmm. it was get picked like right back up into some action. Yep, yep. So I can't really, I can't knock it for that. They, they were developing the plot. Oh, and that thing, you remember that, that shit you were talking to me about? Oh, what? Uh, they have characters who are like, you think could be it. Oh, yeah, yeah, they trick you a little bit, yeah, because the whole time you think Bomb is behind it all, but then you find out, nah, he was actually like fucking with the dude Nate trying to get informational shit. cats. Yeah, and then I thought, uh, even old boy, the uh, buddy, who's yeah in CSI, I thought he was it. No, nah, yeah, yeah, he the one that got killed. He, not, he was the informant. That's why they killed his ass. Oh no, 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 not him. I'm sorry, the other, the other guy, the guy with the uh, the mustache, the the one oh, who wanted to that was sending the SWAT team in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't think he was like. Well, I thought he might have been a part of it too. You right? Yeah, I did think that because at the end when he was like, "You're under arrest, motherfucker." I'm like, "Oh, he wasn't a part of it, eh? or he planned it real yeah, good." Right, <laughs> right, right. Like this is it, it, it threw my mind a couple different ways. So yeah. I mean, it's a I would in terms have of intricacies and all that. Yeah, like it was. Huh. I'm split between two numbers, and I really want to give it the higher one. Fuck it, we're gonna go with eight. A eight. A eight. Okay, so what was this between a seven and an eight for you? Yes, between okay. a seven and an eight. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. PJ. Yes. Right there with you, homie. I didn't have to think about it much. I was like eight, solid. Okay. Done with it. I was okay. honestly was thinking like, there. I, I like some of these type of movies, you know, the little thriller joints with the action mixed in, but then sometimes they like bore the fuck out of me. But I think as I'm getting older, I might be more lenient toward them. I'll fuck with them more. Like, I just watched Patriot Games and uh, Clear and Present Danger, and I fucking love those movies. And they're basically this type of shit. Mm. Yes. I think your your patience is is growing as you get older. It's not like, I don't know, like Beavis and Butt where I'm just like, die, die, die. You know, shit like right. that. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah. But I don't know, because even as a teenager, I liked uh, Patriot games and shit, so I don't know. This was always one of those movies, like, it would, that man, TNT used to play the fuck out of this movie. It was always on TV. So I remember my uncle watching it all the time. Yeah, man, it was always on TV. And it was always one of those movies, PJ. I don't know why, but, like, you would go to random people's houses. Like, I remember going to my grandma's house, and she had it on DVD. And then, like, one of my uncles had it on DVD. And I would always see the cover, because it had the red cover with, like, the black text and shit. And I was always like... What the fuck is this movie? But never interested enough to actually watch it. Mm. So if it wasn't for Brandy, I probably would have never watched well, this movie. Well, well, And end up fucking liking it. So there you go. It has to be like that sometime. I just always figured it was going to be like some boring, like, drama type shit. And I didn't care to look at it. Huh. Judging books by their cover and shit like that. <laughs> right. But no, I fucked with it, though. Like I said, I know that Brighton Tomatoes... Uh, Consistency we read from the critics, they talking about it being like over long and shit. But I mean, it flew by. It didn't really feel that long. I was into it. Was it? Yeah. It was, if you, I guess, if you don't like like the monotony of trying to figure out the actual plot of who the fuck. Yeah, if you're not into up. the investigation aspect and shit. Yeah, you just want action and yeah. But if you actually, that's the, like it catches you. Like you, you're. I was intrigued. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was always so, wondering what the fuck was going on. I'm like, yeah, I want to see what happens. Shit. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with it. It's a, it's a, it was an easy eight. I didn't even have to think about it. It's like eight. Straight up. Oh, there you go. Okay. Right. The spirit is here. And she did watch the movie. So what you, oh, shit, think, okay. what you think about this one? You got to speak up for the microphone, too. We on Skype, baby. Huh? <laughs> it was all right. I usually like anything with Samuel L. Jackson in it. So um, it was kind of like... I. You can call what's going to happen, though. It's predictable for yeah. you. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, most action-y type movies are like that for me. So, I mean, it's all right. I'd say probably like a four. A four? Shit. Final, final answer? Yeah. Wow. So there it is, PJ. Well, that's the negotiator. Hope you're happy about that, Brandy Grigg. Patreon pick number 11, man. We getting there, P. Right. We out here. We out here. Knock this- them down. Yeah, but this is the end of the month of Patreon, though. We we got y'all, man. But we're going to still try and do one at least every month, though, so we can try and get caught up and start the new batch. Yeah, I was about to say, we have it planned out to where we by the end of this year, we'll start on a new batch, right? Oh, about the, by the summertime, we should be able to start, probably. Yeah. Okay. Because some months, I might even, like, because next month, February and March, you know, we all we do all the black movies. We celebrate them black movies, that black history and that black goodness, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. But after that, when we go back to normal randomness, we can, always, we can do multiple a month. I don't give a fuck at that point, but the Black History Month, we're just going to keep it to one. Because we yes. actually have a black movie in the Patreon. So that's going to definitely come up next month. We already know that's going to happen. Okay. And I'm very curious to go back to it, because I also remember really not liking it the first time I saw it. The fuck? What? <laughs> what movie is this? I'll tell you off mic. There's a lot of singing, okay. and I'll tell you that. Oh, oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's my shit. That's like spirit shit too. So we'll see. It's better than the first one. I'll say that. I, I, you know, I will agree on that because the music is more my speed for sure. Ah, uh, that's why. <laughs> there you go. See, but I'm not gonna say no more. We gonna spoil it. We'll fuck around. Right, say too right. much. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but for real, thank you, Brandon G. We appreciate you and your patronage. Finally got yes. to the movie, and thank you, because like I said, I would have never watched this probably before this, and I actually ended up really fucking liking it. Me and PJ both. Right, right. Spirit, not so much, but that's all right. Samuel, I feel like, you know, those are always going to be sevens or eights. Well, PJ, 
We got segments yes. on the show, though. Okay. Spirit's fucking with me, though. She's trying to keep the black history from the listeners. <laughs> yeah, she gave me the cards when I said that. <laughs> uh, oh, did this? We just did we say this name during the podcast? I think we did. So I'm gonna use this card. What is this? Nina Simone. <laughs> did we name drop yes. her earlier? Yes, I did. That was the name. Oh, that, that was the next card in line. There we go. How fitting. She was born February 21st, 1933. Passed away April 21st, 2003. Wow. Singer, songwriter, pianist, arranger, and civil rights activist. Always included songs in her repertoire that drew upon her African-American origins. Openly addressed the racial inequality prevalent in the United States with the song Mississippi Goddamn in 1964. Song called for racial relations to change and for more immediate developments. Message to the public signified the transition from nonviolent approach to social change that was advocated by Reverend Dr. Martin Luther the King Jr. Okay, okay. She received a Grammy Hall of Fame award for interpretation of I Love You Porgy in 2000. In, 20, in 2010, a statue in her honor was erected on Trade Street in her native Tyrion, North Carolina. Tryon, Tryon, Tyron, I don't know. T R Y O N, North Carolina. <laughs> There you go. Just in case. That was Nina Simone P. Jizzle. All right. Now, other segments on the show, we have Hustle Approvals. PJ, anything to Hustle Approve for the listeners? Oh, shit. Uh, Fabulous' new tape. Didn't it's you not say new, this before? New, but it's, it's Summertime Shootouts 3. You said this before. And that shit, he has like some features on there that's like, oh, shit. All right, Fab. I see what you're doing. Still trying to stay current and young out here. You know, you know, you hustle through this before a few weeks ago, right? Did I? Yes, sir. Oh fuck! Because I'll tell you, I never listened right, to a Fabulous album before. Hold on, <laughs> let me let me get another one. What is your hustle approval? As I search, my hustle approval. Hmm. I'm going to hustle approve. You know what? Fuck it. I was just playing it before you call. Well, hustle approve Resident Evil 4. I'm going to keep the Resident Evil approvals coming. Uh, I love Resident Evil 4. You know, it pisses me the fuck off sometimes. Okay. But it's made that way. There's parts where they want you to kill niggas, but they give you no ammo. So it's hard to kill said niggas. And I was struggling at a, with a part where I had to just cut everybody with a knife. And it took a while, but I got that shit done, player, because I'm that dude. I was about to say, did it bring back old Brent, where it's like you felt like slamming? Old, old Brent, it, it, it popped up for a quick second, but I got it back under control. Ah, Controllers okay. ain't get flung. <laughs> Tables ain't get pounded. Shit, none of that yeah. shit. Okay. It, it came up for a quick second, but see, the game, even though it pisses me off, it's that, uh, it's that good level of annoyance and fun that a lot of games don't do. It's like you piss me off, but it's still fun, and I want to keep playing it. Whereas mm. it's like, it pissed me off, and I'm like, I don't even want to play this shit. Fuck this game. You know, it, it doesn't do that. Like God of War. It, like the original God of War game was annoying as fuck. <laughs> I never could get into those games, bro. That's her shit. I never liked them that much. It's hilarious, even for the reason that she didn't really fuck with this movie. The reason I didn't fuck with them games like that. You don't say. It was like monotonous as fuck. Like, I got bored. It's like, you do the same shit over and over. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Like, the storyline didn't intrigue me, so I didn't care. So if the gameplay didn't also hook me, I also didn't care. So I was like, eh, I just watch her play them now. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It didn't have that balance. Whereas Resident Evil, I love that game. and It's fun. I want to keep playing, but it pisses me off, but it levels out. Whereas that game, I didn't like that much, and it pissed me off. So it was like, fuck this game. <laughs> I see. I see. I, I can tell you, I, I can always say I tried it. I didn't fuck with it. 
I ain't tried a new one now. Somebody did tell me try the new one. It's different from the old ones. She told me that too. So I'll maybe one day. But as yeah. of right now, I'll stick to my Resident Evil 4 because I fucking love that game. So I hustle proof you play that shit if you ain't played it yet. You can buy it almost every fucking system now. They keep porting it to everything. I'm playing it on my PS4. Oh, speaking of, I just saw the uh the PS5, like how it's gonna cut on, how mm-hmm. it takes like the old school and then it brings it to new school PS. Like that's I haven't kind seen of that, whatever you're talking about. It's like the old first the old school PlayStation pops up. The old right. school PlayStation logo. Oh, that's and what's up. It transfers to the new how the uh PS like is that real or is that some fan shit? Is that if that's real, that's oh, fucking horror. I would love that. Shit. Now you got me thinking. I'm oh, not sure. I, well, I can, I can research it later and find out. But if that's true, that's fucking hard, dog. Right. Because they saying it's, it's going to be able to play games for most every PlayStation system, supposedly. So that would be cool. Nice. The PlayStation Classic that came out did that shit. So, yeah, that'd be ill, though. I'll fuck with that. You got anything hustle through, though? Ain't thought of anything? Uh, shit. Have I said uh, Wale's new album? No. I don't think you ever said a Wale album before. Okay. Wale album called wow that's crazy that okay. shit yes you got some never listened def- to a wale album whoa i know one wale song even <laughs> wow lotus flower bomb that's the only song of his i know that's the only song only song oh, i do like shit. it but that's the only one damn you gotta get hip i just know the radio song that was the one. <laughs> what about you spirits anything to hustle proof for the listeners Come close to somebody. Yeah. I know what she's going to say probably, but... Hmm. I would like to hustle approve Sailor V manga volume number two. There you go. Okay. I've got volume one. I'm reading volume two right now. What is Sailor V for the listeners that don't know what you're talking about? Okay, so Sailor V is... Like PJ. <laughs> the prelude to Sailor Moon. So there's like a pre-story before you get to Sailor Moon and all it's that. And that starts with Sailor Venus. So that's what the whole uh, first two volumes are about. And yeah, it's pretty dope shit. Fucks with it. If you like Sailor Moon and all that jazz, then you'll fuck with it. Talking all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Sailor V. Sailor Moon fans. There you go. Boom. PJ, I'm going to give him some information real quick. And what is that? We on social media. I'm actually going to shorten it this week. I got a way to shorten this shit. Watch this. But I got to say this part. This is part of the catchphrase. We on Twitter, and you can find us at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase I cast. If I didn't say that, people would probably be mad, so I had to throw it out there. <laughs> also, got to say this. PJ's also there, and he's got it on his phone again, so you can harass the shit out of him now. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and you find him at capital P, lowercase A-U-L-Y, capital P, lowercase J, Paulie PJ on Twitter. And the spirit is at the spirit, 9-5. That's the numbers. Don't type the shit out, because then you're wasting your goddamn time. Make it quick and concise, baby. Now, I will say this. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube, and we're on the Age Radio Podcast Network, and on Patreon, but now I simplified this shit for you. I'm pretty sure it's on Instagram, too, but I'm pretty damn sure. I'm positive. I'm 100% goddamn sure. It's on Twitter. (laughs) In our bio at the top of the page, there's a thing that says link tree, and if you click that, all of our fucking links are right there. You can get to all of our shit from that one link. Boom. So I've simplified this just like the link. I'm going to simplify for the podcast. Everything you want to know about is in that link tree right there. But you can only find it at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase I cast. Simple. 
But since this is a Patreon episode, I will say that we have Patreon. We got two tiers, $1 and $3. And if you support the show, you get extra episodes every now and again. And you get to pick movies for us to watch, like The Negotiator. We're doing this because Brandy G was like, hey, watch the fucking Negotiator. I gave you money, motherfucker. Watch this shit. <laughs> My homework. <laughs> yes. $1, you get one movie one time, you're done now. $3 or more, I mean, I'm just saying, you get rotation. So you can, like, once we rotate through everybody else, because we got a couple $1 in there, so when we rotate again, the number's going to get shorter, so we get to you quicker, you know what I'm saying? There you go. So that's Patreon. Support the show. Like, tell us what to do. Like, hey, nigga, watch that. And we'd be like, okay. Okay. And we so aggressive, nigga. Shit. Right. (laughs) Who's ask? Fuck. Man, damn, we've been watching anyway. Shit, man, damn, man. But there you go. That's Patreon. Like I said, we're part of the Age of Radio Podcast Network. And you can listen to us on a bunch of podcast apps. But if you go to Podbean, you can leave comments. And I will see them because I use Podbean to listen to podcasts. But whatever you use, fuck it. Hey, get your hustle on shit. Mm-hmm. And that's all the information. See, I shortened it this time. See? Go. Okay. Well, PJ, got anything else to tell the listeners? Uh, yeah, actually. Oh, tell them about SoundCloud, too, my bad. Why are you doing that? SoundCloud is at 614P music. That is 614P underscore music. There you go. I'll see you and because I love my listeners, our listeners so much, I'm going to give you all a song today. Now, this is a special song. This is you trying some different shit, right? Yes, it is. This is not bars. This is me trying to harmonize and shit. They're hars. Huh? <laughs> I said there's not bars. I said they're hars, but then it sounded like I said whores for a second. Oh, I, I don't know. Har- I'm trying to I'm trying to make new words up. I don't know. I'm there. Don't ignore me. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am harmonizing on this. So, you know, let me know what you think. You know, try something new. So, and what's the name of the song too? My bad. The song is called um, "Real." Real, just real. It's real. Okay. When well, you see me say real one, so I didn't know if it was real one or real. Oh, no, that was the, uh, th- those were the copies that I, I had to keep on going over and doing. Ah, okay, got you. Yes, yes, yes. All right, well, since it's the end of the show, we're going to leave you and also let you hear some new music. But I got to let you know one more thing before you hear that song, though. And what is that? Shit, I'm Brent. And I'm PJ. And I'm the Spirit. There you go, see? For she get uh-huh. mad at me, she got it in there. Have a, good, have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever Friday you listen to this song. If you ain't seen the negotiator, give it a shot. You might like yeah, it. Definitely. I was coming into this thing and I was gonna give it like a four or something. I gave it a fucking eight. So there you go. And uh, yeah, get ready to hear some. Uh, well, I was gonna say some some fire bars, but I can hear some fire harmonizing. Holy yes, shit. Fire melodies right here. <laughs> They're merry melodies. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright strike. <laughs> Go. <laughs> right, listen to the song and until next time, peace. Peace.
say you wanna say Cause you don't know how real it is I quit my job, still got a kid Still on earth, my brother did My mama cut me off and then I'm cutting off relationships Don't wanna see a sun in I'm walking out of selling black To pay a shit, the sun is hot I give them sweat, they give me rocks You give me love, we talk it out See you my breeze and stormy cloud You lift my sails and sell me out Well hold me down, won't sell me out I be casting out the years I don't know what fatal is. I don't know what fatal is. You say you wanna save me. Say you wanna save me. You don't know how real it is. You don't know how real it is. Your year on bus ain't gotta whip. Still whipping with no hells and shit. I'm taking L's while hitting splits. We burn back, I'm with the shits. My sis got back on cinder tips. Breaking lead while writing scripts. It licks and mix again, bit. Still think you wanna see me. You say, of course, and hear me out. I'm here for now and throughout. I let my head down for your smile. Of course, I wanna see you. See, I be casting out to it. I don't know what fatal is. You say you wanna save me. You say you wanna save me. You don't know how real it is. Still glad you wanna save me. Cause you don't know how real it is.